Uh, hey, everybody, this is Scooter. Uh, hey, if you shop at Trader Joe's, hey, tell them that they should sponsor their show because I really think Trader Joe's should. And I, I just trying to figure out sponsorship for the show. And I said, well, let's be realistic but unrealistic. I don't think, I don't know if Trader, I mean, they should sponsor the podcast. It's that simple. And they'd probably make a, a decent amount of their investment back on just me. But if you're in Trader Joe's, just tell the manager, hey, you, you call, call, call the corporate office to sponsor Sleep With Me podcast. And I'm not joking on this. If you shop at Trader Joe's, let, let, let somebody that works there know. Even if they don't sponsor us, it could be a fun way to uh, be silly and just see if we can elicit a spot response from Trader Joe's. Uh, this is Jennifer E. gave me the idea. I said, yeah, this is, so uh, if you're in Trader Joe's, say, hey, hey or, or I don't know if they're on Twitter or anything. Anyway, that, that's just say, geez, let's, let's control our sponsors if we have them. All right, on to the show. All right, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story tonight in the form of uh, language learning, uh, breaking bed, metastasis breakdown. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's running through your brain, whatever's racing through your brain, whatever's got you tossing and turning, whether it's physical, mental, or emotional. I'm going to try to take, I'm going to try to take your mind off of that. I'm going to do my best to distract you. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones. But mostly what I'm going to, but, but most importantly of all, what I'm going to do is reach my hand across the deep dark night via my voice, of course, and try to escort you into the land of sleep. And the way I hope to accomplish all that is by using lulling, soothing tones, some pointless meanders, a bit of droning. So tonight I'm going to talk about metastasis, which is the Colombian version of Breaking Bad. So I'll run through that. Now, I don't speak Spanish, trying to learn while I do a boring, lulling, soothing podcast. So I'll say, well, she's I heard this word. I wonder what it meant. And then I noticed uh, Walter Blanco in uh, Metastasis in Colombia and Jose... Jose Miguel, and I'll say, well, geez, he had, and no one wears a bow tie, but if I, if someone was, we get, we got like a breaking thing about a woman in a red cape on this, so, well, not breaking, so you don't need to stay awake for it, but you, you know, you could look forward to that if you're going to be awake. I don't know why, I don't want to just set up your hopes to it, but, but it's interesting, and I'll say, once you see a red cape, what's up, a red cape, and a, See, who else has a red cape? Well, Superman has a red cape. Uh, and then I said, well, I don't know any other red cape. I said, there's got to be other people with red capes. And then I said, then, I, then after I watch Metastasis, I watch the corresponding episode of Breaking Bad. So then I'll talk about that next. And I'll say, well, this was funny. And then I noticed this was different or this was the same. And I'll say, geez, and then you, you get to rewatch this wonderful, wonderful TV show, Breaking Bad. Also, the Colombian version is great. And then what I'll do is I watch Metastasis a second time, and I'll look up the second time I watch it with the Spanish subtitles on. So, because, you know, 
my uh, ear is not that good yet. I'm still, I forgot somebody said what that word is. But my recognition, I think it's something different than that. I mean, I'm not even close to understanding. But I'll say, oh, he's, oh, I think that, you know, that's my go-to word. Or parse, parcero, yave, those are some Colombian slang terms for friend and buddy and partner. Uh, socio, uh, so then I'll say, geez, I looked up this one, and then, I, and then I'll do that. And then if anything else came up when I was watching an episode where I said, well, geez, look, let's look up an article about this, about hair gel. Th- that didn't come up, but I said, that, w- that could be something that would happen. I said, well, and she's a hair gel. I ever wonder what, what it was made of? And, you know, and then I said, geez, what's the difference between a mousse and a gel? And a spray, and then now you got like a paste, and then you got a. I said, "Which? Why don't they have a hair bomb?" And then you have a hair tonic. And I said, "You really? Where do you? You could still pick up some hair tonic somewhere." And he said, "Jesus, those new uh, super suave barber shops. So they got tonic there." And then you, you see, Jesus, grease, and then you got a hair grease, and you got pomade, pomade, pomade. Uh, so the, and they say beard bomb. I've heard of beard bomb. I've never heard of head bomb. And then you say, but Jesus, if you're bald like Walter White and Walter Blanco, you probably maybe you do like a little, little bomb on the dome. So I'll do that, and then I see I'm using these lulling, soothing tones. The whole idea is to draw in your attention. You know, try to be a little bit silly. I don't take myself seriously. I don't ask that you do. But what I say is, geez, you listen to me. I'll try to be, I'll try to engage you. You know, I'm here for you. I should try to help you fall asleep. I, I got the best intentions here. It, but as the story goes on, you might say, well, geez, this guy really, I mean, he just talked about the hair products. But he didn't, and is he going to read an article about hair products later? Oh, boy. And you say, well, geez, okay, I'm listening here. And then he, then he usually I'll try to throw in a, uh, a personal, sometimes I'll throw in, you know, you say, geez, okay, he's about to finish up. And then I'll throw in a, a personal reference like... Uh, I, I remember when I played uh, Little League. I think it was Little League. Maybe it was a little soccer. Uh, you know, both of which, you know, usually I only did for one season before the bridges were burned. Or my self-esteem took some unintentional blow that I couldn't be recovered from. Uh, but unrelated to that was that one of the people that sponsored it was uh, Syracuse Beauty and Barber Supply. And that was one of my brother's friend's dad's, I think. At some point he ran that. I don't know if at the time he did. But I said, that sounds good. Syracuse Beauty and Barber Supply. And I remember they were downtown before it was hip to be downtown. And they were in an old red brick building. SBBS, I think. That's what they'd call the team. Because that's a lot to put on, you know. So they'd say, SBBS plays the Tigers today. I was on SBBS. And you see, Jesus, we didn't get, I, I couldn't have used any supplies. But, and they had the, uh, I think it was the Nexus products was their line. I think that was their products, the Nexus. And I remember using some Nexus hair gel. But what, the problem with hair gel is it doesn't transform, you know, corn silk like uh, fur. 
in the cool, you know, full-bodied head of hair that you'd want in high school. Uh, but, oh, boy, I tried layering that stuff in until one time a friend of mine, she said, uh, they, at first they thought she was picking at me or another girl. But in reality, they were actually trying to help me, but I couldn't. They say, you got to take it easy on the grease. you got to cut the grease out. But I said, okay, more grease. Remember, Scooter, tomorrow, more grease. They, you know, say what you So, I don't know if I had a point. SBBS, see, so, so even I got distracted there. But the key is, is you, know, you say to yourself, SBBS, Syracuse Beauty and Barber Supply. We're at the nexus of some nonsense right now. But mostly I'm going to give you something that you could think about in the rest of your critical brain, your analyzing brain, your, your fueled up body. You could listen to me. And you can kind of start to picture the beautiful red brick, one of those older red brick buildings from the turn of the century. Uh, Syracuse is a place called Clinton Square. It wasn't in Clinton Square. I think it was an armory square uh, named after an armory that became a science museum that may, that I don't know if it's still a science museum. And uh, so that takes your mind, you see, well, geez, okay, uh, I don't have to think about the spreadsheets for tomorrow work or budgeting or, or whatever, whatever you're feeling or, or whatever. But then you're like, okay, this guy's just, is, he, he was, okay, well, he's got two hair, he's going on two hair tangents there. He seems a little touchy about his own hair. I'm new to the podcast, so I don't know. Did he say he has corn silk fur instead of hair? I did, and you're very observant. Nice job. Two points for you. But you see, geez, okay, what are the points for? Man, just, just credit. You say, geez, just give, you know, I'm going to give you credit right on the spot, so don't worry. So that's it. I just want to take your mind off stuff, distract you, but you say, geez, yeah, okay, I, clearly I don't got to give this guy 110% of my attention. But maybe tomorrow when, you know, you're at the, you see yourself SBBS, man. And then Hank that you work with, they'll say, I'm sorry, what? And you say, SBBS, remember when they won the Little League Championship uh, with that real kid that, that cried a lot on the team at the end of their bench? Who knew he would, you know, be, he had lulling, soothing tones with his weeping, constant weeping, the coach would say. And the coach used to call him a son of an SBBS and uh, confuse the boy. That's it. I want to take your mind off of stuff. And believe me, if you can't sleep, you say, geez, this isn't, you know, they say, okay, this, I can picture what this guy's talking about. It's kind of amusing. You know, not, not critical. You know, I don't have to do any critical thinking. No math, you know, any emotional wounds. They're just emotional scrapes. I'll just try to get into the scrape level. So that's here. I'll be your boarfriend. I'll be tight. Now, I got to tell you, this metastasis and this breaking bad is wonderful stuff. So if you're around for it, if you can't sleep, you know, who knows? We're going to be cracking, cracking deep here, going deep, you know. Not any scary stuff, believe me. I sanitize the hell out of this stuff. Uh, if, if Vince Gilligan ever gets a hold of me, if if you do, if, if two episodes in a row don't come out, either Gilligan or George R. R. Martin's got me. I think Weiss and Benioff I'll be okay with because I'm only, well, maybe they could have a hold of me too. Say, geez, who are you more afraid of, Gilligan or Martin? And they said, well, that could be a problem because right away my internal uh, jokester is going to be making fun of it. I say, okay, Gilligan, 
And then Vince, I can tell you, Vince Gilligan probably won't like that. And then Martin, George R.R. R.R. That probably people say that to him all the time. R.R. George. Right away. I'll never make up a, a fiction about Sir Pounce again. R.R. I, I guess he probably is more... I mean, I wouldn't want to disappoint either one of them. I'm kidding because they're my heroes. I mean, two, 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 four. Weiss, Benioff, Gilligan, and George R. R. Martin. I look up to him so much as just a cross look from them. I mean, knowing I'm letting them down, hopefully they would say, well, geez, you're so boring, though. How do you do it so that I don't do it, you know, when I'm making this great stuff? And I say, well, you know, don't worry, boys, I got it covered. You do the good stuff. And, and uh, you know, I'll, 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 you know, mix it up with some the opposite of turpentine, you know. I'm the old molasses mouse, get a hold of it. Uh, so that's if you're new here, you know, you say, geez, just try it out. I can't tell you uh, that I can make real sense of what's happening here. I'm not an expert. You know, expert molasses mouse, yes. But the other stuff, I'm just doing my best. But the main thing I want to tell you is I'm glad you're here. I really hope, I really deserve a real yearn to help you fall asleep. Uh, so thanks for stopping by. All right, housekeeping. We're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. That's where our oldest episodes are. Most episodes are in the uh, iTunes or whatever podcast, podcatcher you use. And make sure you're subscribed if you, if you, uh, then the podcast comes to you by, you know, straight, uh, automagic. Uh, you can comment on the website. You can email me. You got any comments, concerns, ideas, feedback, sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get me on Twitter at Dearest Scooter or on Facebook. And that's where I post, uh, sleep related articles and bloopers somewhat irregular, irregularly. And those are the places to get old. We have a Facebook group. Go to sleepingpodcast.com slash N-O-D-S. And I want to thank our moderators over there, Laura, Jennifer B., uh, Lie to Lie, Julie C., and Rachel L. to the G. If you guys want to help out the show, you could complete the survey. That's really a huge uh, help. Uh, go to sleepingpodcast.com slash survey. That's just another way to help out the show. And then I'm going to change up the... I've been, I've been thinking about this, trying out an experiment with the thank yous. Uh, so let me know how you feel about this. This isn't set in stone, but I was going to do the thank yous in a more sleepy way at the end uh, when we had more time to do it leisurely because I keep getting more and more wonderful people to thank. And I don't want it to get to where so many people to think that I have. I mean, maybe there will be so many people to think it would be impossible. But for now, it's still doable. But I don't want to, you know, be like, I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm a little un, unsure. Uh, so let me know what you think. We'll try it this way a couple of times. But all the thank yous will be at the end. If you just discover thank me, and I try, it should be, the timestamp should be in the show notes. And if you're on, like, Pocket Casts or uh, Overcasts or maybe in Stitcher, you can just cut right to the right to – if you hit that, it should be a link. It should just take you to the uh, that, that time stamp. And then I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful that does our music and Scotty and Jennifer who do our artwork. And I wanted to promote a couple of things. I want to promote uh, Split Short. Go to splitshort.com. 
This is from our friend Lee Bax over on Twitter at Lee Bax. And it's a short about will, will, where you get to decide, will the couple split up or not? And, you know, you say, hey, but you and I guess you could, it's like a choose your own adventure, but, you, you know, depending on your mood, you know, go ahead and watch it. It's your story, June and Ray. And and then you could, or if you want, if it say, geez, how, what is Scooter? And then you decide what happened. And then uh, tweet me or say, uh, you know, tell me what you decided. And then say, Scooter, what did you decide? And, uh, you, you know, or, get, or take a guess, you know. So that's at splitshort.com. Check that out. And I also want to thank Alan Henry. He he wrote about the podcast in this real nice article about ways to fall asleep over at a life hacker. And I'll do, I'll link to Split Short and uh, this in show notes. But I just want to thank Alan. And the funny thing is, I actually had tweeted Alan about raincoats. And this is how the world works. If you say I lo- I love the high fi- I love the life hacker just so a total fanboy that I'd be in there at all. But you see, geez, uh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't, I, but check out the article. It's full, full of great stuff. As I mentioned in the podcast, but it's got way, way more good stuff in there. So I want to thank Alan for that. I don't know, I don't know if he'll listen, but but who cares? And and, and to you know, tweet him and uh, spread the article and spread everything Alan does from from this day forward, please. Okay, thank you. Uh, so that's like, and if you have something for me to promote, you know, I'll be looking into you if you if you were chatting. But sometimes I don't have a chance to dig deep enough. So if you have something you promote, you're listening to the show, let me know about it. And I'll see if I could mention it on the show for you, okay? All right, let's keep going. All right, so here we are talking episode 16, I believe, of Metastasis. And we'll do the red pen and the, I guess we'll do one run through. You know, keep you guys on your toes. But it starts out with Walt coughing and Junior watching him. Uh, S.O.S. Calmo. Uh, bueno Porto. Menos no tan. Viejas mitad. Uh, more, more my mad hospital. I don't know what that means. But I think it was the family was gathered at the hospital. I don't know what more. It looks like M-O-R-M-A. Mormamad Hospital. I honestly have no idea what that says or what it means, but the family's gathered at the hospital. Henry's got a great diamond shirt on. Maria's doing a lot of talking. Semana Bala Matad Viejas. She seems to know everything about everything that's going on. Algunos Openas. That's her. She's offering her opinions. Uh, opinions. Uh, at some point, Junior makes one wise comment, and everyone says, "Hmm, okay." And then Walt's still coughing. He says uh, he's going to go to the bathroom. He says, "Pardone, pardona me." Uh, yo, e al baño dicen que uno no se debe aguantar. Las ganas. Also, at some point, someone says, Seguro, Seguro, Seguro. Then uh, let's see what this is. Oh. oh, and then Henry, right after Walt goes to the bathroom, Henry does this like, WTF hand thing. And I think he's doing it to Maria about Walt Jr. Because Maria's saying really depressing stuff. But I liked Henry's acting. I just wasn't sure what it was about. 
And Walt's in the bathroom. He's he's got a he's got a old tickle in his throat. And you see other things like vestirisalio, desir nada, no hay problema, something like I don't have a problem. And then uh, Walt's in his treatment. He's, he he doesn't have a lot of body hair. Again, I was like, is that related to the cancer or the actor? And then Walt talks to the tech afterwards. He says, he says, what's up? The tech says, I can't answer your questions, man. And then Walt sees a picture from his scans and interprets it himself. And he says, huh, oh, no. Actually, he says, huh, that's something. And then we have the opening. And then we have Walt and saw Lavar, Lavar, La Plata, Es Facilismo. He's a rica. And they're talking about his wife and money. And how much time you got? And Walt's like, only a couple months. And he says, Walt's like, I'm going cook, to cook like a madman. And he said, Lo siento, lo siento mucho. Yeah, more work, more money. 30 million, 30 million pesos. But, you know, because at first he's like, okay, let's figure this out. Saul says, uh, Saul Bueno. And he says, how much money do you have? That's not a lot. And he's like, you're screwed, man. Mas exactamente. But then Saul kind of pumps him up. There's some nice music. Five minutes in, I put, there's a Nine Inch Nails Baroque Melody. Actually, I put Baroque Misty. Or maybe I put, well, I can't read my writing. Baroque Misty. But I think it was Baroque. uh, It's it's good. Five minutes in. Oh, yeah, Oboe, I think, was in there. And it was kind of like the Nine Inch Nails or Trent Reznor doing uh, Breaking Bad music. And I put plus, uh, oh, Ministry. Maybe that's what I wrote, Ministry. Then I put plus H-O-N-E. Uh, oh, Home in Bed with Cielo. Well, it's Home in Bed with Cielo. They're talking. I put what? What are they talking about? Brad, bad news? Double question mark. Because uh, I really didn't know. Then I put short, oh, short time. Amor, por favor, te lo suplico. And then Walt's talking a lot. He starts, uh, man, my writing is terrible. Starts doing stuff. I don't know what that means. Oh, to make her laugh. Starts doing stuff to make her laugh. He's doing some silly stuff. Ayuda. I think that means listen to me, maybe? I don't know. And he kisses her hand, he's acting, he's doing material. And then the lights go out, yo, say que es duro. But neither one of them falls asleep in the lights. Anyone that's been in a relationship can relate to that, where the lights go out. You say, good night, good night, going right to sleep over here. Oh, so am I. And then the boom, the tension settles in the room. But that's what your boyfriend's here for, you know, detentrify it. Uh, but even old hands, escapaz de llevar al cura de pueblo, verla. Then we have uh, Jose and Yana in bed together, Jana. Uh, they're kissing softly. Uh, toca. Hey, what is that word? It's either one box or one sixty x. I don't know. Or hoy, oh hoy, tengo ganas de hacer algo. Uh, it's a light love, soft light. Oh, soft kisses, soft light love. K, okay. laughing, kissing, salgamos. 
And then I put total love action, and they got some cute talk going. It's a very nice scene, and, and I know it's going to come up. So I, just, I said, Jesus, is it Jane or Jana? Who, 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 who's Scooter going to crush on? And I would say, I don't, I don't know. The sultriness of Jane or the soft kissability of Yana, I don't know. I can't decide. And the good thing is I don't have to because they're both on the show. Uh, oh, boy. But then she goes down to the kitchen, and then the phone rings, and it's Walt. And he's talking right in the voicemail. What kind of guy, spy, I mean, is this guy? Oh, at some point they're talking to El Mambo. It's El Museo de Arte Moderno de Bogota, so the Mambo Modern Art Museum. Uh, Salgamo says that by Yar. But Jose grabs the phone and Walt's telling him uh, his plan. Uh, Walt's phone, I don't know what the hell phone he was on, but it had a huge chain on it. It seemed to be some public cell phone, which I don't, I'm not familiar with, but I said, because it had a huge, I said, what the hell chain is that? Anote un poquito de arte, no te va a matar. Plane claro, me imagino sus, sus planes. I, I can imagine your plans. Uh, Walt gives Jose orders. Jose tells him off. Walt uh, burns. So Walt just kind of gets really mad. He says, uh, Comer Cheetos, hacer de paja y fumar marijuana. So you need Cheetos. Make paha, I don't know if that's make love, and then smoke weed. Just sounds pretty good to me. I mean, then hanging out with Walt, who just gives you attitude all the time. And then he says something, I don't know if he said he was out of methylamine or what, but he says something about the methylamine. Yana's listening in, or Jana, Yana. And then Walt either is dropped off or drops the phone or drops the call. Oh, no, right. Oh. I know quiero que te vayas. And then we're with Walton Cielo at the airport saying goodbye. Now, in the red pen run for I noted here, but I, I had paused it, so I was wrong. But I'll tell you, when I paused it, this is what I saw, and I took the notes because I thought this was critical information, but it ended up it was only because it was frozen. I said, airport, 1156, that's the uh, time stamp. Car in front. There's a woman with a purple piece of coral reef. I don't know if it's a sculpture. And then I pressed play and I said, oh, no, it's just a flower. It looked like she was holding this purple coral reef. And I said, well, that's strange. Is she coming or going? Did she fly in with that coral reef? Is that legal? I said, that's a nice purple coral reef she's got there. But it just ended up it was a flower overlaid of her, but because it was frozen and I'm not, I'm a buffoon, I'm a, what am I, a mierda, a babodas? Is that what I am? Is that buffoon or what's nonsense? But anyway, uh, so that it wasn't coral reef, but you know, duly noted, it was uh, just a purple flower. Okay, next, uh, uh, Sanales Pessima, something about Walt being pessimistic. Uh, but there's a very loving goodbye. Then Walt goes into the airport. Now, this is when we start to get this woman that I was talking about in the preview here. There's a woman in a red hat and a red cape. And I don't know if they were short on extras today or the you know, continuity person called in sick. But she appears in this episode about 4,000 times. And she, you say, geez, if you're going to... 
So this is her first appearance at 1316. Uh, as Wolk goes into the airport, then he comes back out, a lady in a red cape and a red hat. Uh, it, it comes out behind him. Uh, and then she walks out. And then I put, holy shit, oh, uh, two Los Buscas. Uh, because then at some point, another woman in a red red cape and red hat comes out. Then after that, a woman in a similar red cape and or a similar cape and hat comes out, but it's black. Oiga, or Ojala, no Ojala. Then Jose rolls up in the bus after this red hat stuff. And Walt's very mad that he brought the bus. He's like, what are you thinking? And then he's like, is everything ready? He's like, CC and there's abominos. I also have more uh, red notes on this page. Uh, the woman in the red cape uh, also appears at 1259 outside of the airport when they first get there. So when Walt and Cielo first get there, she's off to the right side of the screen, like talking to somebody in the background. Uh, then at 13.14, uh, she exits with a guard, and then the next one exits with a red cape and red. So I think this might be a conspiracy theory. Uh, so, Or if anyone from Columbia listens, let me know. Is this some sort of society? And do I need to worry about it? The red cape, red cape, cape and hat? Or is it a cloak? I don't know. But then we have an action music uh, montage with lots of driving, lots of cuts, Salida, road trip, Ports ABN. It's a cool drive. To, I think is it an old spot in the hills or a new spot. I'm not sure. Uh, no, oh, oh, a couple more notes on that. Let me see from Red Pen. Uh, the music on the drive, the action music, I remember. So there's an 80 band, 80s band called Duran Duran. And they got a couple of classic 80s hits. If you ever listen to 80s channels or 80s music, or if you were in in the 80s, or, you know, some of you might have been only a twinkle in the eye in the 80s. Some of you were just a little kid in the 80s. And some of you, you know, may have been a grown adult in the 80s. But there was a, a band, Duran Duran, as people still cover their music. Uh, I think Hungry Like the Wolf might be one of their songs, but I'm not positive. But then they tried to make a comeback, I think, in the early 90s. Uh, and they had two songs that were decent. I remember listening to them and saying, hey, these aren't half bad, you know. And that's what this music sounded like. So not the original Duran Duran. And not, I think there's still a current incarnation because I've seen people at Duran Duran concerts on Facebook. Uh, but this was uh, this this uh, other good. They had two good songs. I remember it had a very weird video with beautiful women, like you know, underwater, and that's all I remember. But I said, "Jesus, music sounds just like it." And of course, Duran Duran, what I love them for is unrelated to all of that, uh, is to a Bond song. Uh, and I know Adele just killed it on Skyfall, and I think Sam Smith's working on the next uh, Bond movie song. But for me, the greatest, no, well, maybe, I don't know, it's Skyfall is pretty damn good that Adele did. And there's Diamonds Are Forever, some other good ones. But uh, so I don't, I can't say it's the greatest, but Duran Duran had one at uh, View to a Kill. Actually, it is my favorite because that's just going in my head. 
Eyebones on a scene. Ba 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 da 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 at least to me, because I love it uh, uh, by itself. And I don't think View of the Kill is viewed as one of the better Bond movies. It was one. Of, it might have been Roger Moore's last appearance as Bond. But it had Christopher Walken and Grace Jones. So it's like, geez, can you really go wrong with those two in a movie? And some people say, well, yeah, they, they did. And I think, I don't know, uh, uh, but, but there's some good scenes with Christopher Walken. Uh, you know, just Christopher Walken on screen is good. And he's saying, Mr. Bond. I, don't, I can't do Christopher Walken, but. And then Grace Jones. Is that who it is? Grace Jones? I've, I've got a feeling I'm getting her name wrong. Uh, but she's it, off topic here. Um, but that's a view to a kill. Roger Moore, James Bond. Takes place in the Bay Area, Silicon Valley. Who knew James Bond would be such a visionary? And Christopher Walken uh, trying to shut the, you know, shut it down. He was trying to get a, a spoiler alert. He was trying to get a lockdown on uh, silicon chips, you know, microprocessors. Well, you know, he was ahead of the game. Okay, so Duran Duran. Okay, so then they get there and Walt's all mad because Jose didn't bring any food except chips and water and soda. And then Jose, Jose's like, do you got a cell service? I got to call my girl. You know, I got to make a personal call. Gracias por preguntar. And Walt's like, no, you can't use my phone. And then he's like, put the keys away. And then Jose puts them on this table. He's like, not there. Uh, something on a workstation. On the workstation. Uh, and then he puts the keys. Si una reita embrita. Oh, si una reita means like I've got one bar. Embrita, I think, is that your girlfriend, Ninguna. Uh, then Jose takes the keys. He sticks them in the ignition. Of course, it's like, oh, uh foreshadowing or something because the light's blinking. Uh, vale porque no se las mete en el culo y pen de, uh, de la más bien. I think Jose says that under his breath when Walt ticks him off. And then the cook begins uh, cooking of uh, meth, meth, meth. And it's got that great uh, La Verdad song. And they drink out of beakers. That was the first thing. Socio, they say. And I said, what the hell? That's the most unwalled thing I've ever seen about drinking out of beakers. Even I, who could barely pass any science or math-related courses, knows you never, ever drink out of a... It's crazy. This is the worst idea ever, Walt. Uh, so you could say that science kind of paid, you know, like I think the gods of chemistry said, oh boy, what in the heck is this guy doing? And then they made, you know, that was, uh, was it not a, uh, not miasma, but the other thing when you tick the gods off, uh, whatever it's called, when you say, hey, gods, I'm a big shot. And they say, oh, you think so? We're going to put you through the ringer this episode, Walt. Don't ever drink out of a beaker or anything. Didn't we teach you that the first day of chemistry school? Uh, but they take turns uh, sleeping, there's good music, more cooking, there's ice. I said, that's strange. I said, they're going to keep, how long are they keeping that cold for? 
At eighteen twelve, they're eating chips. Oh no, eighteen twelve is one of the iconic shots of them sitting in chairs, looking out at the environment, and a shot behind the chairs. In this one, Jose smoking. Uh, what coughs during cooking? There's a cool scene with Jose and the fan. Then there's Jose and Walt going to pee side by side. That's another kind of iconic scene. Uh, Jose picks a wedgie during that, by the way. And then the cook is finished. He's at una kilo cien gramos. And then they start talking money and doing math. What does this say? Espresso. Counting. Oh, oh, here we go. They're counting their money before before they have it. The time enough for counting when the dealing's done. And they say, mil, trecientos mil. And Jose says, in total, he says, no, no, cada uno each. Uh, un, uh, vamos, carajo, acabo. And they flip out. Even Walt smiles. They do a high five. They're cheering. And then the fan dies. And then they get in. I can't read that. Martes, maybe? Animo, animo. Jose's talking a lot, and he's talking about uh, something, fecit. I don't know what that is. That's just that's an English word, but I can't read it. Oh, food. He's talking about food, fecit. It looks like it's F-O-O-D, but in my handwriting, it looks like fee space C-T. F-E-E space C-T. Man. I'll be in uh, talking about food, a hotel, a bed. Walt says, let's do it. Then the bus won't start. And then they have an argument about the key. There's funny music. It's a great fight. Holy good. It's just so funny, those two yelling at each other. Then there's a cut. Then they're siphoning gas off La Supo Mierda. Uh, Jose Walsh coffins after he drinks some gas wax and Jose spills the gas. Bueno, yeah, yeah. Uh, then would I put gas on the grenader? Oh, gas on the generator. Jose spills gas on the generator. Then there's the scene where Cielo's snooping around the house. I couldn't figure this one out. Uh, and then Walt Jr. snooping. And Pusseria, oh, I think that's like a Pusseria, maybe they're talking about going to. Maybe not, though. And then they call, and I said, is he calling his grandmother? What's he doing? Uh, but I couldn't figure out that scene. Then the, we have the bus and the generator to jump the bus. Fijo, las busca, la busca, it's negative to positive. And then he's like, are you ready? And then Jose can't start the generator pre, pre dala. And Walt's making fun of him, then he starts it, and then it starts, uh, it gets a little hot, a little too hot. And at some point, Jose throws all the water on it, Haserduro, and Walt just glares at him, mierda idiota. Hace algo tra- trago, algo rapido, imbecile, se apago. And then we're back at the house, and Walt Jr. Snoop, and he finds this uh, diary or a phone book or something. And he makes a call. He said, what is this? What are they looking for? Are they calling Grandma? And then Walt tries to start the engine. Uh, I think the, uh, not the, uh, the generator engine or something. 
Jose's trying to get the signal with this ridiculous tinfoil antenna, which is hilarious. And he's like, can we please use your phone, Walt? And Walt's like, no, I'm going to get busted. And then they just argue, and they're like, we have no water, no help, come on. And then Walt relents. Este sayolo, no sirve para nada. And Jose calls Tripa. He gives him some crazy-ass directions. Teniamos. Walt's yelling in the background. And then Jose's like, see, that was easy. Uscarle, hagale. When it's nighttime, it's cold. Jose's talking while Walt just rolls his eyes. Damore. And then someone says no, and Jose seems to want to make one last call. Recoha. Uh, make one last call in Casey to find out where uh, Tripa is. Tomar say forgot. Uh, uh, but some, and then he calls him, some part of the directions are wrong, but then the phone dies. Uh, Faltaba, Qual Rio, and Jose's freaked it, freaked, and then their uh, lantern goes out. Then some time passes. Then it's the morning, Walt's working on the generator. He explains, like, his professorial plan to Jose, who does not seem impressed, but he's willing to help. Dondo. Servo que ya. And it's very good acting because it looks like they were turning something that didn't, like, uh, it looked like had the, the physical part of the acting was really hard. Like, the, the thing they were trying to pretend to crank wasn't working with them or it wasn't giving them the resistance they needed. They had to fake it. Because uh, it looked, like I said, it looks really loose. And then they keep taking turns. Mentiroso, Walt falls into a deep sleep. Jose's like, what's up? He's like, esta bien. Uh, then he's like, are we done? He's like, no, a little more. Then uh, Jose asks about the methylamine. And I didn't know what that meant. He says, should we keep cooking while we're waiting? And then they keep uh, turning this thing over and over and over again, winding it up, winding it up. And then it's time to connect the battery pack in the bus. Abu, uh, Aboyelita, and then it starts, but then the bus dies right away. And Jose really, I said, you're going to hurt the bus, man. He really gets mad at the bus. And then he almost starts crying, Camiando, calm the hell down, I think. Kharse, Walt coughs, he goes outside, and he's not doing so hot with the coughing. And then they're back in the bus, they're laying around, and Jose tries to get well spirit up. He says, uh, Parse, like partner, Usted es como, como el MacGyver, Scrioto, Criollo, or something. Hey, dude, you're like MacGyver. Uh, Demelias, un robot. I think he talks about how intelligent Walt is. Anodo, he's like, we can figure something out. Then Walt says, oh, wait, I did figure something out. And he goes to, he becomes like science action man. Ambre uh, de cobre, celdas, asistar. And he's like, oh, we're going to make a homemade battery. Then he drops some, like, Bill Nye-level battery shit on Jose. Like, totally explains it to him. Es un buena senal. But Jose doesn't get it. He's like, okay. Camine. Then uh, 
They assemble and connect the battery, and they try to start it, but it's not enough. And then they start it, and then it starts, and they roll out of there. Uh, and then we're at the airport drop-off, and we're, you know, they used uh, Jose's little red car this time. It seems like they've bonded because they talk calmly. Uh, the music starts, the grand finale. Jose leaves, uh, ro- waves him out. And right as Jose rolls out the weight, ready in the red hat and cape is there, K. Damos. I mean, a red woman again. And she came back out twice, I think. So it was, geez, I don't know. I said, what is going on with this? I mean, maybe it's like a Colombian airport uh, friendly person. I don't know. And then we're at the doctor's office, at Walt's doctor's office with everyone. And the doctor seems to give them good news, but it's mixed. He says 80% down, I think. Henry's got another sweet shirt on. Ya casi no falta mucho. Also, friend, what is making you cough? Oh, they said, they figure out what's my voice up there. And it's some normal stuff or something. Because he's like, I've been coughing up stuff. And then he says, K, Cielo says, K? Pues a ver, su, cito. Everyone's happy. Yo sabia, yo sabia, mancha fe. Comun tosiendo tarlo viste. But Walt's not happy. He goes to the bathroom, he washes his face, and he just makes a super frowny face in the mirror. And that's the end of the episode. So uh, there's your metastasis run-through. All right, hey, everybody. We're talking season two, episode nine of Breaking Bad, uh, four days out. And it, it starts with a water spout, which just happens to rhyme. And then it's quiet. Uh, I put double explanation point waiting room. Uh, Marie's in purple. And Hank's there, so supportive. Marie's in control. And Walt's like, hey, hit the road. You know, we're going to get the results. And, you know, Hank's like, don't worry, buddy. And then Marie offers her opinions about uh, PET, CT, you know, versus a PET. And don't skip. You want both. You want the double. And she's like, why didn't you come to my lab where I work, Kleinman? And Cielo's like, or, uh, Skyler's like, this is where Walt's doctor is. And Marie's like, the Yelp of uh, PET, CT scanning places, you know, but she works for the competitor, of course, which is kind of like what you know, sometimes how things like Yelp work. And I Yelp, Yelp warriors, attorneys, uh, but she's like, well, geez, we could hit a lot faster at my place. You're going to have to wait a while, and they're not that hard to read. I mean, I could read it if you want, Walt. And then she yelps doctors as, you know, doctors, you know, they think they're so smart. And then Walt says, well, she said, I think I'm going to use the bathroom here. And he's trying not to cough, uh, but he, he gets the restroom. He's coughing a lot. They say, put paw sucks. What does that mean? Oh, paw socks is Walt has paw paw socks on, and a little purple pillow. I put purple pillow and paw socks, which are the socks you wear, and they've got little grippers on them. Little paw socks, they call them. I didn't know that. I probably did, but I didn't. 
and I wasn't doing a podcast about my life because she said it'd be intolerably boring, not moderately boring. But usually, I can't remember what color they were. I don't think they were the usual tan. I think my mom's were tan. I'm just, you know, doing my real life. And I say, because hers were definitely tan. I don't know if they were paw socks. I'm surprised I didn't notice that. But they did have the grips on them. There's some sound effects. Then Walt checks in with the tech. Hey, can you tell me what's going on there? He's like, oh, no, wait for you got to wait for the doctor. And then there's this picture I thought it was interesting choice of the Outer Banks. And Walt's looking at this painting or picture, a framed picture of the, or poster or print of the Outer Banks. And in it is a reflection of the results of a scan, which he looks at it via reflection. And he says, oh boy. And then it opens uh, with Walton Saul talking money laundering. And it's just hilarious. I mean, it doesn't get any better than, like I said, Bob Odenkirk and Brian Cranston. Except for when, you know, Brian and Aaron Paul are arguing. But, you know, Saul's like, we could take care of the money laundering. Uh, But he's like, you should let your wife know. And Walt's like, she'll find out when I'm gone. And then he's like, well, how much time? He's like, weeks, maybe. And so I was like, sorry sorry to hear that. Because I was hoping we'd make some real money. Oh, well, he goes, let's let's do the math here. And he goes, how much? Well, it's like 16 G's. And he's like, really? And Walt's like, yeah, we've had some, uh, you know, situations. And he's like, okay, if you launder it, you're only getting 75 cents a dollar, plus I take 17%, so that's around a little under 10 Gs. He goes, you can buy a secondhand car. And Walt's like, we're going to cook more, a lot more. And, and Sal says, well, that's my legal opinion, too. Make hay while the sun's shining. And then we have Walt and Skyler. She's like, let's do something this weekend. And Walt's like, well, I think I need to see Mom. Another another mystery doled out here of Walt and his mom. And she's like, really? He's like, yeah, you know, I've been keeping secrets, and, and I've been keeping them from Mom, too. And she's like, you think it's going to be bad news? She's like, I need you to be positive, Walt. And he's like, well, positive and factual. Or He goes, I can do both, maybe. you got to be prepared, but what, Cub Scouts? And she's like, I'm just trying to be hopeful. And he's like, I need to know mom's going to take care of you guys if I'm not here. And I'll learn every penny of it. And then he does a little material on his mom yelling at the staff and about uh, stealing sugar, the, the workers. And Skyler's like, I think we're going to be have good news, and you should prepare for a good news, Walt. Which is, whoa, you know, great. And... Uh, also, my notes here says that uh, Walt's material was more deadpan than uh, Walter Blanco's, uh, and, and much le- like Walter Blanco was way more animated. He was doing more voices when he was imitating his mom. And then we have another scene. We have yellow sheets. We've got some lovey-dovey action. We're talking art. We're talking Jane and Je- Jesse sitting in a a bed. K i s s i n g. Uh, they're talking art. There's, I noticed that Jesse has a lot of milk crates with candles on them. He's like, yeah, I'm an I'm I'm upscale, downscale. You know, I got the candles, I got the crates, I got everything covered. 
Uh, Jane goes downstairs to eat. She's eating Crunchberry cereal. I said, is that a product placement or not? There's a lot of cereal on this show. And then I said to myself, uh, you know, just, I said, well, she's like, I go for some Crunchberry. I, I do like the crunch. The problem is with the, the Captain Crunch, it gets caught in my teeth. But that's more the Captain side of it than the Crunchberry side of it. Those are more, you know, fa- actually, I could, maybe I should go get some. It's probably like seven ninety nine at Seven Eleven, so probably I shouldn't. So there you go, uh, General Mills or Post. You know, you made your money. And then we have Walt call. Jesse's on the phone. I said, where's Walt calling from? Uh, it was very cavernous. Uh, was it the high? I said, where is that he's calling from? I mean, I guess I just said that two seconds ago. What I said was, huh, where is he calling from? And then we're at the airport. And uh, Skylar's dropping Walt off, but I like how he's like she he she he's like okay you want me she's like no 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 call because I don't want to have to accidentally talk to your mom I won't be calling you that was a nice coverage of a possible st- trouble spot with the story so that was cover you know for later then Jesse rolls up in the RV and Walt gives him the look and he says you brought a meth lab to the airport. And he's like, you, you said you were in a hurry. He's like, this is save us a trip here. And I'm pretty sure Walt said, did you bring the flux capacitors? But I'm not positive about that. I think it was reflux condensers. But I said, I said did, he, did he say, did you bring flux capacitors? And then we got good music while they're mo- going, moving world maybe. And I, sh- I guess I should have figured it out while I was playing. I forgot. A road trip sequence. And then we got Walt as a, a critic because he says, okay, uh, how much you got? He goes, what do you got? Three? He goes, this is all you got? Three bags of Funyuns? Jesse's like, Funyuns are awesome. And Walt's like, uh, Jesse says, well, that's fine. That's more for me. He goes, you got no protein, nothing green. And then Jesse's phone, uh, it doesn't get any service, and he's like, uh, well, well, it's like, well, I have service. He's like, can I use your phone? He's like, no. And he's like, he goes, well, Jesse's like, I got to talk to my girlfriend. It's personal. And he's like, I don't need Skylar calling a stripper by accident. He's like, she's not a stripper jerk. And then, well, complains about the, you got the water? He's like, uh, 10 gallons. Yeah, that's enough. Uh, Jesse throws his keys down. Well, goes, that's our workstation. And Jesse goes, workstation? He goes, yeah. He goes, well, really, he says, why don't you put the keys where they won't get lost? Uh, considering this is our only, you know, keys and we're in the middle of nowhere. And when Jesse tells Walt where he can put the keys, then we have a cook, cook sequence. And then Jesse, of course, puts the keys in ignition. was a mistake. And while Walt's talking to Jesse, I noticed Jesse's mouth was open a bit like Walt's calling him a moron. And his mouth was kind of open a little bit like a moron. And then we have this super cook uh, sequence. Everything you got song is playing. It's a hot day. It's a cold night. They take turns sleeping. Uh, we have one of the iconic shots of them uh, with lawn chairs. It's sunset. Jesse's smoking. Walt's eating Funyuns, as a matter of fact, against the big sky. And then also the, the peeing sequence. And then they're like, okay, that's it. 42 pounds. Or, you know, 41 plus 8 ounces or something. What did I say? 19 bags. Something. I don't know. I can't read all my writing. 
Oh, I don't know, but he uh, Wolf figures it out. He goes, yeah, it's uh, sixty-two, six hundred seventy-two thousand dollars cash. And Jesse's like, really? And he, well, it says each. And he's like, each. He goes, six hundred seventy-two thousand. And then he's like, hell yeah, high five, baby. They do a single high five in Colombia. They did a double high five, I think, which would be a high ten, I guess. Does anybody ever call it a high ten? Do people even call it a high five anymore? And then the generator dies. Walt still wants to keep cooking, but Jesse gives him this great argument. Oh, because Walt's whole way of getting Jesse to do this uh, marathon cook was to say the methylamine was going stale and this was the last weekend they could use it. So then Walt's like, we're going to empty this whole barrel. And he's like, come on, where's your ambition? And Jesse's like, we're ahead of a schedule. He goes, we got to get gas for the generator, propane. I got a bat, my back hurts. He goes, we'll take the night off. We got till Tuesday. He goes, we come back, we'll sizzle it up. And he goes, there's a Denny's, get a Grand Slam, a hot shower, a bed. Well, it's like separate rooms that could do this. And then they go, Jesse says, that's a given. And then they go to start the car. They jump, you know, they're so excited. And then it won't start. And Walt says, when I told you to put the keys in a safe place, where'd you put them? He goes, right in the ignition. And he goes, uh oh. He goes, it didn't buzz, the buzzer. Uh, he goes, Walt's like, what is the buzzer? It, it buzzes when you put the keys in, so you know that it's draining. And it didn't buzz. And he's like, I didn't do anything. I'm not stupid. And, uh, you know, they go back and forth. And then Walt says, is it genetic? Or is it congenital? Did your mother, what did your, he goes, and Jesse's like, you were the one that made me move the keys. Uh, and Walt really, he says, Jesus, oh, did you want me to give you exact instructions of what to do with the keys? And they, it's just a great argument. And he goes, you and your workstation are back and forth. And then he's like, okay, we got to jump the battery. Oh, one more thing and one more note I put. I said, is Jesse the only person on earth who could deal with Walt's attitude? Like, he's such a perfect character, and he's such a per- perfect personality. He's, like, the only person. I mean, he has an ability to, to be assertive with Walt, but also to kind of absorb some of it. Where I mean, I could not. Uh, holy moly. Me and Walt would probably last. Uh, well, we probably would have got him. Maybe, well... Who knows? I don't know. You can't. Fan fiction time, I guess. If I was in Walt's class, he would have probably just take. you know, he would have gone broke bad earlier with me. But then they take gas out of the, the, the gas tank. They put it into the generator. Walt has actually a gas face, which was good because he drank the gas by accident. Then he says, ready, pull. And then they argue about how tough Jesse is because he can't get the generator started uh, and he, he said, come on, Walt, pull, really pull Jesse, just pull this. He goes, I'm warming it up. And then the uh, generator overheats, you know, and then Jesse dumps the water on it to stop it from overheating, and Walt says, well done, you know, that was our water. And then Jesse's got his own homemade cell phone antenna. And he's like, dude, I can't get a signal. We have to use your thing. The generator's ruined. And Walt's like, I understand you ruined it. And Jesse's like, that's not what happened. And 
animals like yes it is and then jesse says well says well you know I, you also dumped all of our water uh and he says excuse me for thinking on my feet he goes oh that was that you were thinking now we know the problem and Jesse's like, look, Mr. Realist, let's call somebody. They got to come get us. And he's he's like, he goes, come on, Mr. White. And he goes, okay, make it quick because the phone's batteries. And he calls Skinny Pete. He says, come get us. And he had another Chinese throwaway funny line. He says, you got a pen? And he goes, a pencil's fine, Pete. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So he gives uh you know, these crazy directions. Then we have a big sky. Oh, the big sky sun sundown. That was around then, too. A nice big sky shot. And then we have a little uh, bedtime story. While well, Walt's wearing a polka-dotted uh, uh, cap and one of Jesse's graphic hoodies, he talks about some Discovery Channel guy who uh, who was out in the desert. And he says, let's check on Pete. Uh and then Pete's law, he goes, what, he goes, did you go, he goes, what river? He goes, oh, I went over the river. He goes, oh, no. And then the phone dies. And then Walt lies down to go to sleep. Then their lantern dies. Then Walt's cough and he wakes Jesse up. Then they go outside in the morning. Oh, no, Jesse's asleep and Walt's cough outside wakes him up. And he's like, what are you doing? Well, it's like, I'm going to trickle charge the battery. And he goes, just turn this thing, the commutator, it's a ge- what generates electricity. He goes, usually the engine, you know, does it, but it's total, so we'll just use that elbow grease. But theoretically, it should work. And then they, you know, he's like, okay. And then at some point, Jesse goes, okay, uh, methylamine doesn't spoil it, or does it? At some point, uh, I think before that, Wald uh, had passed out with a boogie, uh, boogie double? Buggy double? I don't know what that says. Buggy. Will passes out with a buggy double. Uh, Shepherd's hat. So he made a hat out of something. Bungee. Oh, double bungee. That's what it is. See, I can, sometimes I can, uh, double bungee shepherd hat. Like, kind of like he was in the school play or something. And that's when Jesse says, you know, my much methylamine doesn't spoil. And then there's more cranking, then the, it almost starts. And then at some point, Jesse's looking for Walt. He's like, Mr. White, and Walt's like sitting out on the grass alone. Then it's night, they're in cots side by side. Well, they're like, I had this coming. I deserve this. And then it's like, Jesse's like, snap out of it, man. You did this for your family. And then Walt's like, well, all I managed to do was, you know, let them down. And the lies, and I can't even keep them straight. And Jesse's like, I can't take this. I'm going to walk back. Uh, he goes, I can't oh, I can't find my shoe. And Walt's like, you need electrolytes, uh, potassium, sodium, calcium. And this is a hilarious sequence because he says, he goes, you can't walk back. And Jesse's like, quit crying and think of something scientific. You're, you're a scientist. Do it. He goes, you know, you figured out that bean stuff. You're smart. He goes, we got a lab, then Jesse gets going. He's like, we'll mix up some rocket fuel, send up a flare, or maybe a robot, a robot, or a homing device or a new battery, or a doom buggy. 
you know, let's make a new buggy out of this thing. And then Walt's like, wait, wait, did you say battery? He goes, you got any money? And Jesse's like, yeah, I got it. He goes, coins? Yeah, I got some. He goes, get them together in nuts and screws, galvanized stuff. The brake pads. He goes, what are we, are we going to build a robot? And Walt's like, no, battery. We're going to build a battery. Some way there's a shot of a, pl- a plane just going overhead, leaving a, uh, the trail, the whatever, the ice trail or whatever. I thought that was interesting. I mean, it must have been some, it must have, it was there for a reason. I couldn't figure out the reason, but I liked it. Maybe it's just atmospheric. And then Will starts dropping some Mr. Wizard level shit on Jesse about batteries and, mer- you know, stuff, uh, mercury, oxide, cathodes, and st- electrolytes, and anodes, and stuff, low current. And zinc and sponges, potassium hydrochloride. And then he even gets, he says, what will we conduct our beautiful current with? Uh, what, 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 uh, what, what element? And Jesse says a wire. And we'll say, well, it's copper. It's a wire. And then he goes, well, we got a six cell battery here. Let's see how it goes. And then they, they attach it to the, the, and then the, well, it hits the gas a few times. And he tries twice to start it. And then the third time's a charm. It starts. They're back at the airport after that. I noticed Walt was wearing a brown sport coat that clashed with a maroon. Like both of them had checks or designs on them. They really clashed. And then we see that they've bonded because Jesse says, you know, he says, I know I can trust you. Whatever happens, your family's going to get the money. And they say, so I'll, I'll be hearing from you. And then they push in close to Walt uh, shot. And then there was the doctor talking about uh, small talk. Everyone's at the doctor's office. You know, when does that baby come in? And he goes, it'll, it'll come. And he's like, well, the doctor really good at building. He says, you're showing some remission. Well, let me tell you what remission is, you know. It doesn't mean you're cured. He goes, it technically only means it hasn't grown. But he goes, usually I like to say, you know, if it's 25 to 35% reduction, your your treatment's working. And he goes, "Uh, you, 80%, buddy, 80%. And everyone's like, that's very, very good news. And then Hank does a godfather, and he goes, are you kidding? He goes, just when I'm out, they pull me back in, which was brilliant. And Walt's coughing, he's like, yeah, you got to, he goes, you got some radiation. Uh, He goes, we got to do something about that cough. And Walt's like, yeah, it's been pretty bad. He's like, well, you got to be honest with me about this stuff. Keep me up to date here. And he goes, well, well, we'll take care of that. And he goes, no more secrets, Walt. And then everyone's celebrating. He goes, it's time to get out of here and have a party, everybody. And then we have Walt alone in the bathroom, and we have the water from the faucet that kind of matches up with the water flowing out of the uh, the spigot at the beginning, which is nice. And then Walt's splashing on his face, and uh, he he's, he's, he's very upset uh, that he's cured. Or that he, you know, is Jekyll and Hyde-esque, you know, this Walt. So that's Breaking Bad. All right, language of learning here. We're back uh, with the uh, way we used to do it uh, with the spreadsheet versus. So, you know, mistakes from last week will not be repeated. Most of that wasn't on uh, tape anyway, though. But we started with SOS Calmo. This is calm, that is calm. Uh, bueno por los menos no uh, tan a uh, uh, mitad. Well, at least not uh, uh, not as old half. 
semanas a week, uh, algunos openas, uh, some openas, uh, perdóname y, y, bo, y al baño dicen que y no, no se debe aguantar la ganas. Uh, forgive me and say in bathroom should not stifle her desire. Should not stifle her desire. I love that. Uh, seguro, seguro, insurance, insurance. Uh, vestir, uh, wear. Salio, it came out. Uh, that's what I said, you know, it just came out of my mouth. Salio. Uh, decir nada, no hay problema. Uh, say anything, no problem. Oh, say anything. I think we had that a couple weeks ago. Uh, decir nada. Uh, say anything. Uh, la bar la plata es facimel. Uh, washing money is easy. Mad stacks. Plata, mad stacks. Uh, guap, as we used to say a couple of years ago. Uh, one year ago on the podcast, I'm addicted to the guap. Uh... He's a reach, uh, reach, oh, he's a, we still don't know what that means. Uh, uh, make you rich, maybe, because uh, Rick is rich. He's a rica. Lo siento, lo siento mucho. So sorry, sorry. Uh, amor, por favor, te lo suplico. Uh, please, love, I beg you. Uh, Yuda, can you help me? Uh, yeah, amor, por favor. Por favor, te lo suplico. Just say that. Love, please, I beg you, for ayuda, for some help. Uh, and then when the person says, you say, no, yo sé que es duro. I know it's hard to help me, you know, when I'm, I'm being so, you know, baboras. Uh, uh, Verla, go see her. She, she, maybe she could help you. Verla, go see her. Uh, es capaz de llevar uh, al cura del pueblo. He is able to cure people. Uh, listen or something, maybe. Toca, don't touch, don't touch me, no toca. Uh, if you have any kids under the age of eight, uh, toca is a great, uh, they make great apps for, for kids. Uh, toca, T-O-C-A. Uh, I haven't tried Toca City, I've tried Toca Town. Uh, Toka Taylor's good. There's Toka Barber, Toka Barber 2, Toka Kitchen. Usually they're free for like a day or two. So I don't know if you... Toka City I hear is pretty good. might be worth the money. The rest of them, Toka Pet Doctor, that's a good one. Toka Doctor's good. Sponsored to you. This is sponsored by uh, Crunchberries, believe it or not. Not Toka, but, you know, uh, Toka, Touch, uh, Touch Games. Uh, Salgamos, uh, let's go out. You know, let's go out. I can help you then, Ayuda. Uh, El Mambo es el Museo de Arte Moderno de, de Bogota. Mambo's the Modern Art Museum of Bogota. I knew that. <laughs> Anote, make a note of it. I knew something. Anote. Un poquito de arte no te va a matar. A little bit of art won't kill you, honey buns. That's what Yana says to Jose Miguel. Uh, plane, claro. Me imagino es planes. I imagine 
Uh, this plans are clear. Is clear plans? Uh, maybe. Uh, come here. Oh, oh, God. Close your ears. I almost say it didn't translate, but. Uh, Walt's talking about imagining Jesse's plans. This is comer chitos hacer la playa paja y fumar pot. Eat Cheetos, jerk something, and smoke pot. More marijuana, he says. Uh, venacer anotar beat note. Uh, I no quiero que te vayas. I, I don't ah, I don't want you to go. Oh, she's no one's ever said that to me. But uh, tu los buscas? Do you seek him? I do. I seek the one that could make sense of my nonsense. Ohala, no ohala. Hopefully, not not hopefully. Hmm. Uh, Salida, it's time for my departure. It's not time for my departure yet. Uh. Uh, so until it's time for my Salida, could you porte bien, behave well? Porte bien, children. Uh, it's not time for my Salida yet. Uh, gracias preguntar. Did not translate. How about this one? Uh, si una rayita, if a hairline. That's like the start of something. If a hairline looks you at your cross, shave it or something. I don't know. If a hairline is obvious, you use one of those things. What is a barber? They have those things. They're, it's like scissors, but they have jagged teeth. And I think it's like a, like a, what do you call that? A shader or something. I don't know. So they would say, you know, si uno raita, use that thing. Uh, if a hairline's too obvious, you know, you got ripped off. Hembrita uh, ninguna. Uh, girl, I think Hembrita's girlfriend, but I spelled it wrong. No girlfriends. Uh, vale, por qué no se las mete en el, el, el culo y bandera, bandera uh, más bien? Worth that cannot get into the ass uh, yes, culo. And rather, bandejo, uh, bandelo, I used to think, you guys know, I thought that was bandejo, but it's bandejo, bandela, bandela. I think that means, I don't know, I think that means asshole, but I'm not positive which one. You know, I've been called it, and I said, oh, is it? that was like when I, I told the story once when I, when I was in grammar school, I thought asshole was asshole, O-L-D. It's kind of like, as an adult, I thought bandejo was bandejo. It sounds like an easy mistake. Luckily, not like when I was in fifth grade and I wrote on someone's notebook, asshole, over and over again. Not to hurt that person because it just took, well, I guess, I guess I could have, it would have hurt them either way. They would have got busted for it or uh, they thought I was writing it about them, but I just wanted to write asshole out a lot. And then they made it hard to cover up when I said, who wrote this? Because in my handwriting, one's dead giveaway. Two, I was probably the only kid calling other kids assholes. And, you know, if I if I was in like a, what's that movie uh, where he goes back to kindergarten? Billy Madison in Espanol, I would be calling kids bandejo as the, you know, older man and, and children. And they'd be like, oh, it's bandejo. Oh, 
Well, I didn't say it wasn't me. It was that other kid, the one, that kid over there. Anyway, socio, we know that means partner. Uh, one, cien gramos, 100 grams. Uh, mil trescientos millones en todo cada, uh, todo uno. A uh, thousand and three hundred million uh, total each. Uh, Cabo, we're finished, man. Uh, Bominos, uh, carajo, uh, let's go. F-bomb. Uh, animo, animo, a uh, lo bien. I encourage you, encourage you, good. Uh, uh, la supo mierda, he knew the shit. Uh, bueno, yeah, yeah, bueno now, already, let's go. Uh, pusseria put, but it might have been papusseria. Fijo fixed las bu- la buscas uh, you look for. Okay, I'm back. I had to actually cut something out because it was so bad. Uh, it'll be in the bloopers for this episode. Holy cow. Uh, hacer duro, do hard. Uh, how got algo trigo, algo rapido, imbecile. Uh, do something quickly. Now bring me something, idiot. Uh, se apago, it turned off. Este seyoro no sirve por nada. Ah, fuck. This is good for nothing. Uh, teníamos, we had, buscarle, seek. Hagale, make. Demore, delay. Ricoja, collect. Tomarse, taking. Fogata, word, wood fire. Faltaba, he's missing. Qual Rio, which river? Dando giving, uh, sevo, yeah, sero, uh, nothing. Uh, mentirioso liar, abuelita, grandma, granny. Uh, caminando, I'm gonna go walking. Okay, Arce, could to complain? You keep complaining. This one, this is definitely the title of the episode. A uh, parse, you know, pay partner. Uh, ustedes como. Uh, como el MacGyver Creole. You're like, you're like the Creole MacGyver. That's what Google translated into, but it got MacGyver right. Uh, de Melas, de Melas, no. Anonde, oh, anode, anode. Alabre de cobre, copper, uh, something, wire probably. Uh, celdas, cells, asistar, I think that means help me. I just spelled it wrong. Es un buena señal. It's a good sign. Uh, when those things spark, camine, walk with me. Uh, que damos, wet were. Uh, ya casi no falta mucho. Almost, it won't be long. Pues a ver, we'll see. Suya, yours, yours, yours truly. Suya. Cito, it's been, Cito, uh, something. It's been fun. Uh, mancha fe, stain faith. I think that's a band, I, you know. I saw them live at the Lost Horizon. That was like the rock club in Syracuse that played uh, most kinds of music. Syracuse didn't have a lot of, at least that I was allowed into or knew about, but they would play metal, punk. I think there was a band, Stainface. I think they were called Mancha Faye. Stainface. If, if, if I ever live a second life, you know, in the uh, Billy, Billy, Billy Madison Starring Scooter, uh, I'll be. I'll, I'll start a band. Stain face, Mancha Fe.
Uh, yo sabia y sabia, I knew and know. Uh, that's what Henry says. Uh, Comun, common. Uh, Trentarlo Viste, how do you treat dresses? Well, I don't, I just enjoy them, you know. Enjoy wearing them or enjoy looking at them? What was the question again? How do you treat dresses? Trotarlo viste. Oh, I thought you said, how do I like the view? Can we move on to the next thing? But, uh, uh, tosiendo, coughing, quit your coughing. Okay. All right, that's the end of our language learning. And you have yourself a wonderful night, all right? You know, just dream of, uh, you know, goofy man speaking in Spanish to you. Okay. Oh, uh, uh, adios, uh, uh, e, 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 o, a, e, o, bye-bye. All right, now as we end our show, I want to do some leisurely thank yous. Uh, kind of like a show I didn't really watch, but where they would wave up, I think, romper room. So I want to say goodnight, I want to say it over on the email. I want to say goodnight, Kate. Goodnight, Audrey. Eleanor, goodnight. Rachel, goodnight, Patty. Sleep well. Uh, goodnight, Eric. Goodnight, Julie. Goodnight, Tara. Over on Facebooky Poo, I want to say goodnight, Amanda. Goodnight, Robert. Goodnight, Robin. Ashley, goodnight. And sleep tight, Miriam. Rest well, Laura. You know, hope your pillow's soft, Meg. You know, I hope you hope your your room is perfect temperature, Chevy. Sleep so nice, Allison. Good night. Uh, commenting on the website. Thank you and good night to Miriam and Michael. A sweet good night to Leslie and Jen separately, but. And then I want to say good night to our friends over on Twitter. Good night for Twitter friends. Good night, Carla. Good night, Jonathan. Good night, Jenny. Good night, Marnie and Fat Anarchy. Sword Sexty, good night. Ryan, good night. Samuel, good night, Houston. Good night, David B. Good night. Rebecca, good night. Bam, good night. Anna, good night. Uh, Babs, good night. The Bug, good night. Ingrid, good night. Derek, good night. Mary, good night. Uh, Taylor, good night. Bo Lever, good night. Ben, good night. Eli, good night. And our iTunes reviews from com slash iTunes. Good night to Lulu, 10,000 or 100,000, who says, but how and how. Uh, APT342 says, sleep with me, and they've updated the review so many times. That's so nice. They've been listening for a while. And they just, I guess this works since 11.4.14. Thank you, APT342. DMC, MCD, DMC says it really works. Good night. The king of croutons, the crouton king, fell in love the first night. Good night, crouton king. Good night to your 12-year-old son. 
I feel like a good night moon a little bit. Uh, Wagner MK, Wagner MK says it works like a charm. Good night. Mr. Fancy Man says it works and we're the best. Thank you, Fancy Man. Lux Delirious says it didn't work initially, but they stuck with it. Thank you. Uh, Lux Delirious. Uh, B Fork says it's strangely amazing. They don't know how it works. Well, neither do I. Good night. Andy Fetter gives us five Z's. And says we're a calming voice and put them to sleep. Thank you, Andy Fetter. Oh, Andy works the night shift too. Uh, Weird Mom says we're a great, too great tool. Good night, Weird Mom. So happy and out like a light. Sweet relief from Hunter. Thank you, Hunter. Good night. E row eleven. Don't be a skeptic. Soothing and intriguing. Good night, E-Row. Miss M311. A weird but awesome and a busy mind. Can't catch any Z's, but now good night. Ryan NC17. No kids allowed, Ryan. It says we're a great podcast and they stumbled on it. The dulcet tones and humorous randing, ramblings. Thank you, Ryan. Good night. I love apps 229. Good night. Uh, we really helped out. I love apps. Good night. Wow, from Robeth. And recommending it to Robeth's friends. Just don't recommend it to Lady Macbeth. Thank you. Good night. Works as advertised for Hotland and Mike. Good night. Funny high five says we're a grown-up's glowworm. And they've had trouble sleeping their whole adult time, but wandering humorous tangential storyline helps the brain shut down. Sometimes they laugh, but then they sleep. Give us a shot. Thank you. Good night. And then Button Willow SF says, I sleep so well now. Oh, Scooter's a saint, a sweetheart, and a. Oh, Scooter's a saint. Thank you, Button Willow. Good night, and good night to all our friends out there, even you. Little brain bottle, you go to sleep too. Go to sleep, rest well. Just breathe and sleep into your bed, or slip into your bed, or sink into your bed, okay? And if you need another show, go ahead and play another one. I'll be there right on the other side. Good night.